Hello, hello, all you beautiful people. Um, here we are back at um, Live with Nicole um, on Facebook and Return to Consciousness here on Radio St. George 100.3. Today we have Della Hill. I'm so grateful for you for, for um, covering last week for me <laughs> so we don't have some dead air. But um, Thank you. That was so much fun for me. And what was what's your show again that you have? I'm right here on 100.3 every Monday at 4.30. And my show is The Extraordinary Talk Show. And we talk about how to make your life extraordinary by changing your thoughts, taking responsibility, and exercising personal empowerment. I was going to say extraordinary, but I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get that right. And so I hesitated, so I handed it off to you. But Happy to. Yeah, today we're going to talk about love and unity. Um the two kind of go hand in hand for me, and we'll share some experiences. And then the, the second half of the show, we're going to um, take callers, and we are going to do live healings or ask questions um, about life life in general and how to um, practice and bring a love, um, practical magic, or practical magic, <laughs> practical um, energies and healing modalities and, and things, because I know that you also um, study that a lot as I well. I do, yes. In fact, I've learned a lot from you. Yeah, <laughs> we have had quite the meetings, huh? We have. <laughs> so yeah, Della and I have, um, we've known each other for over a year now. Mm -hmm. And um, there's, um, um, we hold meetings on Wednesdays. I think they're once a month through the summer because it's just easier since there's so many people gone. But it, um, what we, we kind of have, um, it's more, it's a more of a friends gathering to me to share ideas, to share experiences and really actually experience each other's energy and what that's really true and we do it's i know that that the the, the initial um, idea of the meetings and gatherings were for people to find like-minded people mm -hmm. and and clients after they would come and see me um i do energy healing for those who are just um just getting uh or, or don't know who i am i guess i should introduce myself i'm nicole ashton <laughs> but um so I was they I kept getting asked what is what is it you do what is it about and then after um, clients would come they wanted more and so I started started these meetings and through these we've been able to really grow as a community and there's that unity that that I really would love to um, explore and expand on more so how has that benefited your life by being out or and your your understanding of energy. Um, going to those those gatherings? A lot. One thing that's really interesting that I want to add is what, you mentioned how it started out. I think the first meeting that I came to, there were maybe six or seven people. And the last one I came to, it was standing room only. And we were bringing in folding chairs and I think we ran out of chairs. And it really, really was a neat, neat sharing of energy. <clears throat> Excuse me. My very first time coming I was learning a lot and I had a, a pretty good basis of knowledge, but I was also kind of desperate for more information. I know there's more out there. I know there's more out there. What else can I learn? Where can I go? And we're always kind of, we got in that place where we're looking for teachers. You know, when you know that you don't have all the information that you want, so you know that you want more information. And one thing that I know too is when I ask for information, I always get it. Mm -hmm. It always works out that way. So I was asking for information and for some type of way to connect with other people who were like-minded, who were looking for the same information that I was looking for. And my friend Sarah actually mentioned mm -hmm. this meeting and I asked if I could tag along and she let me come. And I think the very first night that I was there, you did a really cool thing with me 
where as the energy was going around, I had some kind of weird feelings inside me that were uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult to explain, but it felt like there was something inside me that needed some help. Mm-hmm. That's the simplest way I can say it. And so I went up to you and I asked you, hey, I don't know what this feeling is. Can you help me? And you just sat me down in a chair and I could feel your fingers on me. But more than that, I could feel something happening. I could feel the energy moving. I could feel the energy changing inside of me. And I could actually feel something leave that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> and I have no idea what that was. I All I know was that something felt really, really weird. And then after you worked on me, I felt so much better and I felt completely at peace. And whatever that thing was, maybe it was fear, maybe it was who knows, but you just lifted it right out of me. Actually, I think that you you called uh, perhaps angels to come take it out of me. And afterwards, I felt amazing and it was wonderful. And I was like, I'd need to come back here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the most, ama- like, the most ama- amazing experience, that experience, I remember that um, I, I was new here in St. George. I think that I had just also started these the gatherings, but I didn't know how to communicate. And I still have, um, like, this is a stretch for me to be on the radio. Uh-huh. When, when when my guides and my, and, and, um, my team, my spirit team, yeah, told, told me, Nicole, you, you, the radio waves, here we go. This is what you're going to do. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be on the radio. How am I going to do this? I, I don't know how to communicate. And that's why I started the meetings is I was like, I, I know that because as you know, when, you, when sometimes I just stare at you and you're like, oh, it left. Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it, but it did. And so I, I felt like having, having people that have had the same experience can share their experience and then words would just start to form. Mm-hmm. So like really stepping out of your comfort zone is what I keep sharing with people because right now that's we, where the growth happens. It is. It is. And, and, um, while we're in this major shifts of energy anyways, through mother earth and, and what's going on on mother earth and in mother earth and individuals, we're all going through this same like shattering of, of stuff and for you it was just like this collective of stuff and so when when um when you understand energy and you understand that that there's negative and there's positive and neither are bad or good i mean Mm -hmm. really it's all our perception mm -hmm. and and so i've i've learned through my healing myself to move out the stuff that doesn't serve you which is air quote negative people say you know but the stuff that's not serving me anymore it maybe served me as a lesson before but it doesn't now and then move in your light so the I think what the most misunderstanding of my work is that I I do this I I mean I I meditate all day in and day out Mm -hmm. and I definitely work for my connection but I guide your light in so so it's you it's 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 moving out the stuff that doesn't serve you and then bringing in your light and that's why people have such this this beautiful um, awakening is because they feel them it's you and um, a lot of people have have just moved away from their innate ability to love big <laughs> right and and to access our energy because mm-hmm. one thing that you're saying is um, that you're not even putting in anything that shouldn't be there or that necessarily wasn't there or that wasn't built there. Like that person's energy is supposed to be in their body. And with our daily lives and our stresses and living in these human meat suits, we get our energy all confused and mixed up. And one thing that you do is you just come in and reorganize it. I don't know if that's how you would describe it, but that's kind of how it made sense to me that you didn't, I didn't even feel like necessarily I was getting your energy. I was just getting 
a beautiful, peaceful energy flow that just organized and set everything where it was supposed to be inside me. Right. Well, the, so as the body, the body is, is remembering its, its, its wholeness. It's remembering mm. when you were first born. And, and I learned from crossing over, coming back and having to rebuild my body back up. I learned that, that extra stuff, rather it was an experience, a lesson, whatever, whatever people call it. I learned that. Um, when you move that out and you move your light in, and as I was learning, that that things open up for you. And so baby steps and through different clients and traveling the world, I learned that um, um, that I could, I and I did use my energy at first. I was drained. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> I would... I didn't know how to do it, and and I didn't have a teacher. I well, I did. I had the greatest teacher ever. I went right to, mm-hmm. to source, but I I would sit there and I would and I would, and I would say, okay, I have this energy. I have this this idea that you're sharing with me. What do I do with it? And I had to learn through trial and error what works and what doesn't. And the most amazing thing about it is, I found through clients that you don't have to die to to um, clear your body and remember wholeness and go into that soulful self. And I learned that through the, that, and this is part of the unity as unconditional love. You cannot love anybody unconditionally while in judgment. That judgment is stuff that you get to get rid of, the stuff that doesn't serve you any longer. So when you have that idea of what is pure love and what is creating this story inside of me that isn't allowing me to react or respond as pure love. And uh, how I learned this is I traveled to, I started traveling and I realized that my, and again, I, when I crossed over, I lost my memory, so I had to learn how to communicate again, again anyway, but and I had to learn some street smarts, I guess. So I get on that airplane, as everybody knows, and I realize I don't speak anyone's language. I'm already on the plane to Asia. I have to figure something out. <laughs> so I learned through, through just like listening and, and body language and, and seeing who, who was there to assist me and actually and calling on the angels then I learned, um, I got through all the airports and, and into the temples where I, where I was headed, but still there's this, there's this barrier with this breakdown, you know, of communication. I can't talk to anybody. But didn't you have people that helped you that stepped in and recognized that you couldn't communicate? And so they were just, were there to help? Uh, af- like after, yeah. They, when, when we're, we're communicating the best we can. And then it was the most amazing thing because because um, this guy walks up, and, and I'm very familiar with Jesus. Jesus, the Christ consciousness, that form, without without a religious belief, just that pure light of love. is That what, is unconditional, and that's the, the truest form of unconditional love. Yes, and, and that's what sent me back through the veil. So I knew that, or through the consciousness, whatever that looks like to you. And so I knew that energy, and, or the look, because, you know, you have pictures. There's pictures mm-hmm. all over it. Well, this kid, this guy has his 30th birthday. He, he um, comes walking up the stairs, and he looks just like Jesus, and he speaks four languages. <laughs> so I was like, oh, there you go. That's, that, is, um, that is what I was asking for mm-hmm. in prayer. But prior to that, I, everything was like, was like um, uh, feeling the people and touching, you know, having, like, they would show me, here, you put your shoes here. You don't wear your shoes. Oh, don't go up the stairs. You know, they're very, they're very adamant about you taking your shoes off. <laughs> Sometimes I was just like, I'm still like a child, so I'm so excited to go play. And they're like, No, 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 don't you know, take your shoes off. But in that, I learned about the unconditioned through that love space where where the unity is, and that's what really the meeting is going back to the meetings too is is bringing that communication or the community together in in that 
non-judgmental, um, mm-hmm. supportive of each other's <clears throat> gifts, and because we all have different gifts. We all have. Um, everybody's born with some kind of. Um, you know, they're special in their own way. Right. Right. Well, we all have amazing innate abilities that we have no idea about. And we look at other people like you who are like, wow, she's a healer. I wish I could do that. Actually, we can. We just have to learn. You got like a crash course. Yeah. And anybody <laughs> else who wants to do it has to has to really practice and take the time to learn. But you've also had to learn and practice and improve your craft, just like you were saying, in order to be able to do the best work that you're doing. It's taken practice on your side. Yeah. The the two... I, I recognize that I did it differently, mm-hmm. but still intense, the, the intense work to stay connected and, and to, it's a practice. It's a, every, every day you have to, to, you know, ask and listen. So every day I ask to be cleared and cleansed to like the highest light possible to attract those who need me. And that is my life. That's all I know. It's all I do mm-hmm. is assist people. You know, a lot of people with their, the way their lives just couldn't do that. And so I have a, I honor and respect that. So when I started traveling, I'm like, Okay, a lot of most people can't do that. They are time frames, their families, and I can. So, what can I do to bring um, that, like the innate, the innate in the origin of people, that heart space when communication didn't get in the way? That's what I went in search of. And so, when I, and you know, I discovered the best I could and bring it back and share it. But mm-hmm. that's what I'll do next week too. I'm leaving for Haiti, and I'll do the same, the same stuff. How exciting. It's, yeah, we're gonna go build. A toilet and bring them <laughs> and bring them there the, them some some clothes and and the the necessities that they need because they you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine here how important it is to have um you know a toilet mm-hmm. and so, those are the things that we take for granted mm-hmm. and yet we often sit here and complain about how rough our lives are but guess what we have flush toilets yeah it's not do. that bad yeah, and when you see the pictures and they're and they're doing the best they can and they have mm-hmm. this little this little bucket that they go in, you know they're doing the best they can and to be able to go and teach them and gain a sense of simplicity and what that's love to me is that simple love. That's where you just you just you you go into a space of loving that person for who they are in in their in their um I wouldn't want to say weaknesses but in their experiences mm-hmm. cuz you know we all have our scars. We've all like any strong person that I look up at, I'm like, man, I wonder what scars they have. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they have to. Yeah. Can I add something on that judgment? Because oh. we're talking about that first time I came to your meeting. And you talked about, you told us some stories and some stories where you had been rather psychic and had known things that you wouldn't have any other way of knowing and that you had been able to kind of see inside people's hearts and minds. And I got scared for a second. I was like, uh-oh, what's she going to find out about me? <laughs> oh, no. I get that all the time, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> and and I think I commented about it because I'm the person who will say something like that. Yes. And you were like, "No, listen. Here in this space, it's entirely non-judgmental. It's only unconditional love here." And I went, "Oh, so even if she can see that thing that I did or what I said to somebody, or she'll be okay with me? All right, okay, I guess that. <laughs> all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's and and I." through clearing people and doing that the work I do I come from that pure space like I am I chose when I came back I chose forgiveness and I had to first start with myself because I saw my past my present and my future when I was in the in the light for 10 minutes and and um that's all I know that's all I know is is that forgiveness part because in 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 forgiveness to me is is more of a human term or a a term mm-hmm. here because it's mm-hmm. it's needed however 
when you go into that beautiful white light, there's no need for forgiveness because right. you're never judged. Right. There's no judgment there. It's all merciful and, and it's up to you to create the space. Even there, even when you cross over and you go into a, this white light, it's still up to you to create what that white light looks like. In mm-hmm. looks like too. Well, and I think too that judgment is a, is a human creation. It's clearly not a God source creation because he loves us, he, she, it, whatever you, however you want to name it, <laughs> loves us no matter what. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter any of that. Like your actions are absolutely not required in any way for God to love you. Mm-hmm. You deserve absolute, total, unconditional love regardless of what you think of yourself because all the negative things that you think of yourself or that we think of ourselves, God doesn't see that. In fact, he sees some of the things that we see as flaws, as skills and as strengths mm-hmm. and as ways that we can use those things to get even better. Mm-hmm. When people come to me um, and they have had these series of events, I'm like, good job. You chose a really good experience. You're moving way fast. <laughs> They're like, no, all this stuff's happening to me. I'm like, yeah, but mm-hmm. if you only, if you could recognize that you're not judged for it, you're not like all of a sudden put it with a dunce hat in the corner. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're, you're sliding into like this massive light because you have every emotion. There's no emotion out there. Right. That's that's another awesome thing about humans. You know, we make up things like judgment and then we need words like forgiveness that don't really matter outside of this environment. But also here, while we're humans, there's a reason that we get this experience as humans. And it's so we can experience those things that you're talking about. So we can feel that contrast. So when things really suck, we know how that feels because outside of this realm outside of these human bodies and and this human consciousness we don't have those emotions so part of the reason that we're here is to be able to feel them to be able to experience them and just like you're saying if you're experiencing a whole lot of emotions it can be really overwhelming for us and we tend to perceive that as negative but if we can step back from it and go wow just like you're saying look at everything i'm experiencing right now i may not perceive this as pleasant in the moment however look at everything i'm learning and all of this cool stuff that i just get to be here and do because i'm human even if it seems rough at the time that's the um the extreme emotions too is is that you wouldn't know great love if you didn't know great pain exactly it's it would be impossible it would be impossible and so you look at um, again, that's why I look at people and I'm like, wow, they're scars, you know, look how strong they are. And they know, and you, and, and for me, I know the, that my clients are like, I feel you so deeply. And it's because I don't teach anything I haven't gone through. Right. I, and I, cause I don't read, I don't, I, I, I learned to read, but I don't read books because they don't, um, sometimes don't make sense to me or they, the, like the words just, again, the, this, this language barrier that we have created is just that separation. Mm-hmm. The language is separation and, and, um, and the needing to be right all the time. I found that when I moved through the, um, through different energies and move the world is, is that it's really, um, I was in fear for at fear at first because of the language, but then, um, of what I've heard. And I've always been really welcomed. So I don't, I don't see a lot of that, you know, um, like religious, I don't want to say that name, but there is a lot of the separation there, and mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't understand that. But I think when you go in, even if you hold or hold a religious space, but you you um, honor someone else's idea, because with seven billion, seven billion people on this earth, without one person having the same perception, how there's just no there's no way of agreeing, agreeing <laughs> that your way's right. So right. Well, there's like there's seven million different perceptions. Yeah. Which is pretty fascinating. And then you wonder, okay, well, if there's 7 million different perceptions, how can we possibly 
all be united. Mm-hmm. But also our perception comes at a very ego level. At, it comes with who you think you are based on the name that you were given in this human body that you live in. And that's our ego. And our ego is actually really phenomenal because we can learn so much from our ego. And this is the point that we start from. So when we're looking at ourselves from the ego perspective, we feel separated. But when we're able to, so you might say, okay, wow, there's 7 million egos on this planet and they're all very, very different and have different perspectives. But when you can step either deeper into that or step out of it a little bit, you can kind of begin to see all of the ways that we are connected. Um, For example, we all need hemoglobin in our blood to survive, right? And the only way that hemoglobin is created is when a star explodes. So billions of years ago, a star exploded and sent out pieces of matter across the universe. And one of those pieces of matter became the earth. And from the earth, we be- we became here and we now breathe oxygen and pull hemoglobin into our lungs. But that hemoglobin couldn't be in our lungs if that star hadn't exploded billions of years ago. And you and I are all breathing in the same air and have that same hem- hemoglobin traveling through our blood that was released when a star exploded Mm -hmm. and i love that i mean some people go oh we can go back to noah because if we're all noah's kids then we're all connected or we can go back to adam and eve because we must all be their children but let's go back like way further than that (laughs) to when that star exploded billions of years ago and from that came earth and from earth came us and from us we are all connected because we all started at the very very same place yes we did (laughs) and i when you, you see that, that's a broad perspective, and, and a lot of people are, um, when, you, when you share that with them, for me, I've seen it backwards. I, saw, I, I see the energy. I see the light. I see the, 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 um, the oxygen. I see the we're protein. You know, I see these elements of movement inside of the body that have to be there, and then the only disharmonies or interruption or, or disease that comes in is our thoughts. Mm-hmm. We, we create them outside of ourselves and then we accept them as being part of us, which then will cause disease because, and then cancers and stuff like that, that, um, you know, I work a lot with and how I work with them as they go into that cancer, I find out where it started. I found out, I find out where the energy was thrown off and then we go, we move it out. And so through that process is how I've learned how people think. I've learned that, that holding on to stuff and, and your body is saying, Hey, you're not, this isn't supposed to be inside of your body. These negative emotions, you're amazing. And that's, that's probably the biggest thing. I cannot believe when I, when I tell people they're amazing, they're like, no, I'm not. What? (laughs) Did you even see the star that you were, that you fell from? Right. (laughs) Right. I had an experience today at at Walmart where the lady that was stalking the shelves couldn't, they just moved everything around and she couldn't find where she was supposed to put stuff. And she said, I feel kind of useless. And I was like, whoa, 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 stop right there. You are a stranger at Walmart. You are not allowed to say that. You are never, ever, 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 ever useless. You are an amazing person who doesn't even know how awesome you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm the weird one who says that to people at, at Walmart. Um, but she just, oh, that was you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to her. <laughs> and, and she kind of, her jaw, jaw dropped just a little bit and she looked at me and she said, well, that means more to me than you'll ever, ever know. And yeah. I went, mm-hmm. right on, I gotcha. And that's, that, that goes to that kindness, right? Those little, those small acts of kindness that, mm-hmm. that you just do. So this is the first half of Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton. Um, you can reach me at energyhealingbydesign.com and we will be right back after this little break. Mics off for the break. 
Hello, hello, and welcome back. Um, I am Nicole Ashton, and we have Della Hill with the Extraordinary Talk Show. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Mondays at 4.30 right here on 100.3. Yay. So um, we were just talking about earlier, it was um, love and unity, but we got into a whole bunch of different <laughs> funness. <laughs> we got into, um, I think we ended with kindness, and, mm. and it feels like they're all these little pieces of um, the consciousness. Because to me, when when I when I watch people evolve, which is the most exciting thing to see somebody go oh, yeah. <laughs> go from like having all this heaviness and heavy stuff and, and being able to let go of those weights that don't don't matter anymore, the guilt and the shame and all the stuff that that maybe served you m- once to learn a lesson, you know, and, and watch them go and evolve is so amazing. But I feel like consciousness is observing while in the unconditional love and their is unity there you you when you are not creating a story around um an idea or a because i notice people with perception it leaves um a wide variety of of speculation like when you're in conversations you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so so when i when i realized observing the conversations and i'm still guilty of participating you know because it takes two to participate but i still have my days that i that i that I have to learn too. And, but I learned when you step back and you observe and you go into that love, that unconditional love, then the unity between either um, um, a conversation that you're having, your house, a, a whole community, it's just like a ripple effect. And, and I, when we just tapped into that kindness, I'm like, that's really where it begins. And then I think you were saying something about compassion before we started the show, because there's, I, I feel like that it's all one big, um, I don't know if you would say that I keep thinking that we have to practice it. Like it's something you have to practice, but do you really? That's a good question. I think that until you get good at it, you have to practice because I had to practice not having negative thoughts about other people in my head. It took me a while to do that. Um, I'm better at it. I still slip up here and there and I'm, I, working on it. But the trick is when I recognize I'm making a mistake, when I realize I'm slipping up and having negative thoughts to catch it, and see the thought, not be the thought, and then change it to something better. But it did take me practice to learn to love people because I had learned a different way. I had learned judgment. I had learned to look at somebody and criticize what they were wearing or what they looked like, which really what they're wearing and what they look like has nothing to do with who they are. And it took me retraining my thoughts to get over that because I was trained to be judgmental. Mm -hmm. And I had to practice not being judgmental and to changing those judgmental thoughts to compassionate thoughts. And when I say compassion, I'm glad you mentioned that again. Sometimes we think of compassion and what we think of is pity. I don't mean that. And there's, I've heard there's not an English word for what compassion is supposed to mean, where compassion is a true love and unconditional acceptance of other people and recognizing that you are like them, one of them, and connected to them. That's what real compassion is. It's not just going, oh, gee, I'm sorry that you're hungry. Let me give you a sandwich. It's mm-hmm. recognizing that, that that guy who's hungry and needs a sandwich is also you. And I feel like we're going a little bit deep here because it took me a while to understand this. It's even difficult to explain it because it took me a while to understand how I really was absolutely connected to every other human. And the first time I found that was when I was, I've been told that and I'd been told that and I'm going, okay, that sounds good, but all right, what does that mean? And then when I was meditating and I wanted to see how I actually fit into the world, I saw myself not as a body, but as 
the universe as the, my whole consciousness was just in the universe. It was the universe. It wasn't even limited from one end to the other. It just was. And that in being in that consciousness, that I shared that consciousness with every other human and every other living thing. And I know it sounds, it sounds so weird to say that I was them, but because I shared that same consciousness with every other person, that we truly are the same, that we are united. Yeah. And how you're explaining that is what, when I moved back through the cosmos, the universe, whatever, whatever that looks like to you. And I, when I moved back from move, it was like this, this swirling move of beauty. But what I did see is the chakra system. I saw the energy inside of the, or the energy that is inside of our body. I saw as a whole, as I was coming back. So I could see the colors. I could see the vibrations. I could see things moving in and out. I didn't know that at the time that I was going to come back to a body that it didn't work and I would need to know this, mm-hmm. but it was, to me, it was just like this beautiful, this beautiful symphony of, of, um, of harmony. And you could see even the lack of light, there was lack of light there. And you know what it did about it danced around the, uh, the colors. It danced, it, it danced around. They, they, they know their purpose, the yin and yin, right? They, they know that there's, there's a purpose and without the emotion that, that we haven't inten- like, our intense motions, though, emotions that we have create a, like this greatness with inside of us. Right. That's our movement up there because there's none. And, and you could, that's why we manifest and we do all these beautiful things is because we're growing in, in bigger leaps and bounds than we can imagine. But when I saw this, this universe and I came back to the body and I couldn't move and I'm all, I, I knew that I had to put that idea because at the time it was the idea I was still I didn't I hadn't even I still haven't disconnected from the angels I see them just as well as I see you so it's been a balance to be in both worlds but but what I did see is I I got the opportunity to move that energy that idea at the time that visual into my body that's when I learned that visuals imagery are very important and that they become your DNA so, like, when you have a dream and you're like, oh, my gosh, I was this fabulous um, queen of Egypt, you know, and and uh, and I've gone through this with clients. I'm like, wow, you had this beautiful crown and you have this. And they're like, I know I've seen that before, but what does that mean? And I mean, I, and it's becoming part of your DNA. You're, there's all this, this information exchange that we have inside of our own bodies is that it's that universe experiencing here, you know, and and. There's no separation in the universe. Therefore, we're not. The only thing is, is this idea of a suit so we can, we can see each other outside, see ourselves outside of ourselves. So when I, I speak masses like that, so for <laughs> to be able to have a communication with you and you explain it, how you felt here, that is, again, bridging those meetings that I do because I can have this visions. I can tell, say what I saw. And then there's always an idea that will fit people's, um, um, their, their, their own personal belief system yeah. and what they've already got going. Yeah, because they uh, to accept anything, it has to resonate mm-hmm. with you at some level. Mm-hmm. And some of my conversations don't. Submit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I'm one of those that I speak all energy because that's what I know. Uh-huh. I came back knowing unconditional love and helping people. And that's what I do. And I go and help people in the streets. And I, I had to learn some people don't want help though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yep. And so you're almost pushing the, against the universe when these people, when they, you know, they're, it's not their time and it's not mm-hmm. their fault. Or 
you know, there's no good or bad. And there's no judgment. It just is. Yeah. They're just, they're just not ready, ready for you. Well, for me, sometimes they're like, oh, wow, I just got hit by a Mack truck. (laughs) But, um, but then you have these, these us that work together that you're, that we can move the energy of truth because it's your truth whoever we work on or whoever we we interact with it's about your truth and Mm -hmm. what resonates with you in your heart and that's oh the heart space is so amazing and i found the unity in the heart space is so important and to shut your brains down and and those that follow my work a little bit understand that i have i i have a knowing of that heart brain i saw that when i when i crossed over i saw that i saw that there's this chamber in the heart and it's similar to the brain, and that's what I needed to work out of. That was my navigation system, mm-hmm. and and so I listened. And um, the eighteen months I couldn't walk, I listened to the heart because if I would have listened to everybody else, I wouldn't I wouldn't be walking and talking and, mm-hmm. and being here today. So there is that 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 what would you call it that force of love. Mm-hmm. And I like to access that heart space when I'm meditating. By what I kind of do is I, I picture my consciousness in my head and then I picture it just kind of riding a little elevator down to my heart so that my consciousness is is in my chest. And I th- kind of picture my my heart chakra, which I see as green. And as I'm as my heart is beating, it kind of in, in my mind while I'm meditating and my eyes are closed, I kind of feel that green heart space kind of swelling with my heartbeat and with my breath. And I focus on my breath coming from that heart space. And I watch my heart space go up and down with my breath. And that's how I'm able to meditate and focus into that heart space. And then with that, then I can send that extra heart energy to somebody who needs it or ask for extra help or understanding for myself. So why don't we go into a small guided meditation as we are talking about that. And Perfect. We'll, we'll work with the heart and some diamond white energy today. That feels like that's what's coming through. There is so when you think of the diamonds, they have every color. It's not about the value, really, as far as monetary stuff, and it's about the spectrum that's in there. The every every color that you can ever imagine, plus what you haven't even witnessed before. You're like, oh my gosh, you see that color? It's about bringing that diamond flame into your body and really mm. bringing you what you need. And so we'll let's go into. Just a short meditation, and we'll kind of um, explore that heart space and see what comes. Okay? Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) So I invite you to sit back and relax. And if you're driving, then healing knows no time or distance. So it will be available to you in your perfect timing. And if you're listening to this later, the same applies. Love, light, energy, healing all shows up in the perfect timing. So we're going to invite you to to imagine a white light above your head. This white light is massive. And when you think white, go bigger. Illuminate that light. This is you. This is where you are at in the white light, in that Godhead source creation that you are. Move that down through the cosmos. Imagine these diamonds this waterfall of diamonds just moving through the cosmos down through the top of your head down through the core of your body this is going to move through each one of your chakras your energy cycles there's seven of them inside of the body that when they are cleared cleansed and aligned 
your whole entire being connects to your soul where you'll find clarity and your soulful purpose. As this white diamond flame is moving down your body, imagine it going right into the heart core, Mother Earth, right into that heart core. And remember that everything and anything you send to Mother Earth that is positive and full of unconditional love, she multiplies and sends back. That nurturing that is available to all of us, that, that love. And as it moves up, back up through the crystalline caves, and the dirt, and the clay, this diamond flame is just igniting your design, every piece of you. It's moving through the grass for nutrients. You're going to move it up your feet, up the core of your body into the heart core of the creator where you're going to witness a figure eight, a waterfall of light, diamond light moving up and down your body. And if things come up for you that feel heavy, pay attention to where they're at in your body. Breathe that unconditional love light into that space and release it. And witness it dissolve or Clear, cleanse, and come back to you because it's your energy. You want it to be cleared and cleansed, remembered to your design, and returned. And as this moves up and down your body in this most harmonious space, feel your body expand and allow more light, and then you are going to witness the 360-degree universe breathing in love, breathing in harmony. Reminding you of your purpose, of your design here on earth. And reminding you that you can create heaven and earth. You can create that pure divinity right here, right now, through choice. And watch your heart expand, allow and receive. And bring yourself back into your body. Take some deep breaths to expand and put your shoulder back. So your shoulders back and really now feel and allow that space because you, you reminded your body it's available to you. You reminded your body it can do this. And sometimes when you constrict that energy like that and then it expands, it sometimes feels like pressure. Like you're saying, hey, I send you gratitude for, for bringing up this constriction and bringing to my awareness I can let it go. And breathe in that white light. White light, the light is intelligence. That energy is, is your information. And when you, when you honor it and give gratitude, it will multiply. So then open your eyes slowly and, and pay attention. Like, it's brighter. It's brighter out there. And you go outside and you're like, wow. I, my clients, I, every one of them walk outside and they're like, it's just so much brighter out here. I feel like the colors in the room are different now than they were before I closed my eyes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing how your awareness, just by that simple, what was it, four minutes? Four minutes to connect that, those pieces of you, that, that uh, what's above and what's below is here. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're centered, you get uh, like more clarity. 
It's like mm-hmm. this fog has been lifted. So. Well, and for me, that's when intuition comes through, which I think that you might, you probably experience intuition a little bit different than I do because you have such a clear open channel for it. But by meditating, that's my favorite way, not my only way, but my favorite way to open that connection to my intuition. My son's kind of funny. He calls it spirit radio. Because I talk about how you have to be tuned into it. You have to be tuned into your intuition. And he's like, so mom, you're saying you have some spirit radio inside you that you can just like turn on the dial and start to get information. And I was like, actually kind of, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That, and that is, it's attunement, right? It's mm-hmm. your your vibration frequency, the, the energy that moves through us that we're all created, uh, created you you tune to that and, and you're going to get a clear, clearer channel than having the distortions and the, the heavy motions and judgment and all that fun stuff. That- Absolutely. Esther Hicks calls it being tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's that. a great phrase. Yeah. And when you are, you know it. Yep. So it looks like we, um, we're going to take phone calls, but we, we got away with chatting. So if you do have a request for a healing, you can um, always go to energyhealingbydesign.com. And you can also follow us on Radio St. George 100.3. And we're also Facebook Live. And do you have a way to contact you with questions? You can reach me at The Extraordinary Talk Show on YouTube or Facebook. And I'm right here every Monday at 4.30 on 100.3. Yeah, and you can comment also on underneath the comments of yours, too. Yes, I love the comments. Please comment. And if you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe and click the notifications button. But right, if you're just watching on Radio St. George on YouTube or on Facebook, leave a comment. I love to answer questions. If you're hearing things I'm talking about and you're like, What's, what does she mean by that? Or how does that apply to this situation? Write a, con- a comment or message me directly and I'll help you out. I'll see what I can do for you. And also, if you have friends, that you can share on Facebook when and do those watch parties and, and things like that. I've had a lot of people say, oh, I wish I would have known that you were on. Or, or they say stuff like um, that they they wanted something answered. And I don't answer it during this the showtime. And it's really hard to look at Facebook while you, while you have all these buttons. Right. Yeah, we have enough buttons going on without that one. <laughs> and then remembering what you're, what, what you're saying and listening to all these angels. Like... I'm not even kidding. Any those that are listening now or later, they'll feel, still feel this energy. But there is this room is full of spirit. I mean, it is overwhelming. I'm like tearing up. I'm feeling unconditional love, and I can feel I can sense and feel so many different people like like seeking. Um, I, I think my most asked question is is Do I matter? You know, people want to know they matter. And that their voice matters. And so when I'm not responding or you're not responding mm-hmm. on Facebook, I just want people to know it's not that we're not listening. It's just almost impossible for us to, to answer at the time. But we would love for you to leave comments and answer later. And again, I take healing requests. Um, I also do personal appointments um, uh, by going to energyhealingbydesign.com. You can follow me at Live with Nicole or on Facebook. And um, I have a YouTube, Energy Healing by Design. So... We do still have a couple of minutes. I would like to, um, I think I wanted to kind of wrap it up with, with that, the love and unity and, um, how, how can we as a collective community here bring in that, um, unconditional love and, okay. So, so when you go to another country and you're welcomed and you're, it's like you're different and they want to, they want to know about you and they want to hear about you and, and vice versa, but yet in a community that we're so close, 
it's not it, it it's it's almost sometimes like a competition rather mm-hmm. than a collaboration of amazing gifts. It can be that way, and it's too bad because it shouldn't ever, ever, ever be that way, especially those of us who are practitioners in in this kind of thing, because we understand how connected we are, and we understand that we're we're just all facets of the same diamond, that yeah. you have skills that I don't have, and I have skills that you don't have, and other people have skills that none of us have, and it's it's nobody gets through this life alone. Yeah. We need each other, and part of the reason that we're here on Earth is to learn how to help and support each other. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that you, if we were given all of this stuff, if, if and we, we were very capable of all of the, of the gifts, but we wouldn't seek each other out. Right. We wouldn't, if we could, if we wouldn't ask for help. Yeah. I've, I've actually had people say, wow, Della, you kind of do everything, don't you? <laughs> and because I, I, I'm a registered nurse and I have a radio talk show and I, I'm a hypnotist and I do all kinds of other things. And I, when they say that, wow, you do everything. I'm like, no, I don't. That's why I need you. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't do everything. There's only so many hours in a day and I need the people in my life who, who make my life better every day. I would never want to be alone. I need those other people to bring me their light. And I share mine and it's so much better that way. And I think that I, I found too, people are finding their tribe. Like they're, they're seeking their tribe. Uh-huh. But it, it, the one thing that I have noticed is that with this this uh, energy that's moving through earth that people that are sensitive are also taking it to the wrong mm-hmm. because we're like, I'm going through my own, everybody's going through a 3d, uh, uh, learned belief, uh, um, programming. Everyone's going through a breakdown right now of, of that. Uh-huh. And when you're walking in a room and you're really sensitive and, um, somebody like, like for me, for instance, I'm going through this shake up myself, you know, other people are taking it as, a judgment when I really, I'm like going through my own judgment of, of, of why am I judging myself so harshly, you know? And, and I can feel that we're sensing that off of each other sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, like to breathe in and breathe out and realize that we're all, that's what we're all doing. Right. Everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody, whatever you're worried about today, somebody else, every person that you walk by has had a similar worry. If not today, another time. Back to that kindness, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Kind, those little acts of kindness and compassion, that mm-hmm. service work, is, you'll, you realize that people are on a journey right now of discovering them. Right. And one thing that I try to do every day to share love is I'm a person who will almost never speak negatively to myself or about myself. And I've, I'm getting better at that because there's nothing bad about me whatsoever. So why would I even joke about there being something bad about me? And as I've learned to do that, I've also learned to do this, to speak the same way of other people mm-hmm. and to not let other people speak negatively of themselves. If I think, is that a thing I would say to my child? Huh. And if that's something I would say to my child, then it's probably acceptable. But even if I hear other people, just like the lady at Walmart who says, who said, I feel useless sometimes. And I was like, no, <laughs> like automatically the thing that came out of me was you are not allowed to talk to yourself. You cannot speak to yourself that way. And I, I make an effort to help. I try not to tell other people. In fact, that's what I say on my show. I'm, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm trying to help you think for yourself. But I don't want anyone to ever speak negatively of themselves. And I find that many people speak more negatively of themselves than they would ever speak of anybody else. So when you have those negative thoughts even cross your mind, they might not pop out of your mouth. And good job if they don't. But catch yourself and pull back to something positive. 
And thank you for listening to um, Return to Consciousness live with Nicole. And we'll be back next week at 4 o'clock. Thanks so much for having me here. You are welcome. Thank you for, for being here.